Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So do you dread waking up every day to go to work? Well, there could be a variety of reasons why you don't like your job. Your boss may be toxic, your boss may be too demanding, you may be uninspired by your work. And the issue with this is that these things can lead to you feeling unhappy in your career. It can even lead to things like depression and insomnia. So I'm gonna share with you some key tips to help you navigate through a job that you cannot stand, that you hate, until you can find that new job. So let's get into it. Number one, set small daily goals. Sometimes you can be really demotivated by the amount of work that you have to do, by having to go in and just be in an environment you don't have to deal with, whether that's in person or virtually. But what you can do to keep yourself focused and motivated to get through each day by taking one day at a time is to set yourself small daily goals. And you can make these goals as personal as you want them to be, but then tie them into your broader big picture. For example, you could set yourself a goal to take small breaks every hour or every 45 minutes where you just get up and walk around. You can set the intention that you're gonna make sure that you take five minutes or 10 minutes to just savor your coffee, savor your tea before you have to go into a difficult meeting. The goals don't have to be anything massive, right? But just things that can just help you set the tone for your day throughout your day. Number two, find a work friend. Sometimes just having someone you trust and you enjoy being around at work can help you navigate a difficult job situation. This is someone that you can talk to in confidence. This is someone that you can grab lunch with or you can send a quick instant message to say hi and just check in with each other. But having that work friend, I can definitely tell you that in times where I've been at, at jobs in my corporate career that I did not like, Having a work friend really helped me get through difficult times at work. And not just that, being more social with the people you like, <laughs> not with a toxic boss or the toxic coworker, but being social can be very beneficial for your mental health, especially when you're in a difficult situation. Number three, decorate your work environment. Make yourself feel happy to sit in that spot to do your work, even though everything else might be crazy. So get your nice vase, your nice coffee cup, get a little humidifier, get the things that make you happy. Put pictures of your of your loved ones on your table. Maybe have a little music player, play some 
music, a little speaker on your desk. Decorate your environment so that when you look at where you're sitting to do your work, even if you hate the work, right, you're happy to sit in that space and that can help you stay motivated and focused to get through a difficult period. Number four, take a break. Sometimes you just need to take a 30 minute break, an hour break in the middle of your workday and just walk away, take a breath, get some fresh air, do something nice for yourself, work out to just get your mind off of what is happening at work. Sometimes you may even need to change your location. So if you are working in an office physically, you may want to talk to your HR about moving your desk location if it is an option for you, because maybe just even having a different space in the office can help you feel differently as you're navigating through this difficult position at work. By the way, if you're enjoying this, we have a ton of awesome resources. Our blog gets updated every single day. We have over 30 plus completely free courses and over 40 plus completely free worksheets. Okay, let's get back to these tips to survive that job that you hate until you can quit. Number five, talk to HR. So I know a lot of people do not like to talk to HR and they feel like human resources is working against them, but you want to talk to HR if you find yourself dealing with a toxic coworker or a damaging or you know endangering coworker, someone who's jeopardizing your work, someone who's talking to you anyhow, someone who's just making life difficult, being inappropriate, for example, you wanna raise this as an issue to HR. Companies have policies in place that HR has to honor and follow to make sure that their employees are protected. So even if you may feel like HR is working against you, you want to raise your concerns, especially if you know that this is a job that you're just working at for now and you're going to leave. You want to raise your concerns about what is happening in your work environment that's causing you to feel the way you feel about your job, especially if it's something like toxic, inappropriate, and along those lines. Number six, set boundaries with your colleagues. Sometimes your job can turn toxic when people just feel like they can email you and text you all hours of the day and expect you to respond whenever they do that. And so it's really important to set boundaries, right? At first, it might be difficult to say no, but set boundaries, put up your out of office, put your devices on, do not disturb. Let them get used to hearing from you on your own terms, unless it's associated to an urgent project that you're working on at work. And even when it comes to urgent projects, you cannot allow people to just push you around and continue to badger you with messages and emails without giving you a chance to process. So definitely set your boundaries with your work colleagues and even with your boss if you have to in terms of when they can expect to hear from you and how they need to behave when it comes to being around you. Number seven, practice mindfulness and gratitude. So yes, your job might be difficult. You might hate your job. You might hate your boss, your coworkers, but I bet you there are things outside of your job that you are grateful for, things in your personal life that bring you joy. So take a moment to reflect on those every single day as a way to just remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. And then take some time to be mindful, right? Practice mindfulness. Before you start your workday, take five, 10 minutes just to meditate, just to pray, just to calm yourself and get yourself in that good zone and tell yourself, you know what, I'm gonna deal with whatever people throw at me today because I got this and this is not permanent. But you wanna put yourself in that zone, in that headspace so that you can get through the day without overwhelming yourself and without allowing other people to overwhelm or irritate you. So we've talked about how to survive a job you hate. Now let's talk about how to quit that job so you can move on and find a job that makes you happy. Number one, 
update your resume. It's really important that you have an up-to-date resume so that you can start applying to jobs. So take some time out to update your skill, your experiences, your accolades on your resume so that you have it ready to start applying to new positions. Number two, start saving money. So I don't recommend that you just get up and quit your job, especially if you do not have a cash buffer, right? Sometimes you may need to quit your job before you're able to secure a new one because their environment is just not working for you. And so that is why you need to start putting money aside. Start bulking up your emergency fund to cover at least three to six months of your basic expenses. So that is your housing, your transportation, your food, your core utilities, any medicines your household might need. That way, if push comes to shove and you need to leave before you plan to, you have a cash buffer to support you. So start saving now so that you can quit that job. Number three, start applying for jobs right now. So you are saving money, your resume is updated, and the best way to quit a job is when you have another job lined up, right? You minimize the stress, especially when it comes to finances. And so while you are actively working every day, take some time out every day to just check out what's happening in terms of job postings on LinkedIn, on platforms like Indeed and all the other job platforms. Start networking ask for recommendations, tell your friends and family you are looking and actively start applying to jobs. Put it as an action item you're gonna do every single day until you find that new position. Number four, inform your employer. So when you get that job and you're ready to move on, don't just quit even if you hate it, right? Even if you just wanna show your boss. <laughs> Teach your boss a lesson. Don't just quit. You always want to leave on good terms because you just never know. So don't burn any bridges. Let your boss know. Give them the right amount of notice time based on what is in your contract. So typically it's two weeks or four weeks, depending on your contract or where you live. Give them that notice and give them the grace to find someone else. But stand firm. I know many times people find themselves in jobs that they hate and they're ready to quit and their boss throws them more money for them to stay and then they stay and they hate the job even more. So if you know you cannot stand this job, you're ready to move on, stand firm on your decision, but give them the grace to find someone else or give them the grace for you to transition your work to somebody else and then leave on good terms and move on to your next job that's gonna make you happy. The other really important thing about not burning bridges is that you never know when you might need that recommendation letter. So I go by the approach of kill them with kindness. Even if you hate them, like kindness is the way to go. And number five, say goodbye to your colleagues. So you may hate your job, you may hate your boss, it may be toxic, but there might be people like your work friend that you have enjoyed working with. So send them an individual goodbye, let them know in person that you are leaving, go out to the final lunches. However, if it is your coworker or your boss that is toxic, you are under no obligation to send them a goodbye email, just leave on good terms. So if you find yourself in a job that you hate, these are some steps that you can leverage to survive that job and then quit that job in the right way. But while you're navigating that difficult situation, Find time for yourself to practice mindfulness, gratitude, as I mentioned, find a work friend, decorate your space, set your daily goals, and just focus on that until you can find your next opportunity. And as I mentioned earlier, remember to leave on good terms, be professional. You never know when you might need a reference letter or if you have to use this job as a reference in the future where your new employer might need to call your old employer to verify something. So leave on good terms, very important. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. 
Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.